Hello, thank you so much for listening to Bring Bank Live and Live FM. You've got Sasha for Real Show. Hello, Sasha. Hey, I've missed you. I haven't seen you in real life forever. I know so much. We're 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 not in single bubbles, but it feels like we are with each other anyway. We can't oh. even can't even. Oh, I just wanted to say hello and give you a hug. How yes, are you? It's good. Friday. We're excited because what is today? What it have we made it holidays. through? Holidays. <laughs> I'm like having my own little dance here. I'm starting up a dance party tonight just to celebrate yeah. school holidays because we have been working. Do you actually know, Sonia, that we have been homeschooling for twenty weeks? Twenty. Oh. 20 weeks. That is 20 weeks that we will never, ever get back again. Life gone. I I, I saw this article during the week that um, people's faces have, yeah, no, people's faces have aged five years in lockdown because we're so stressed. We're hating it so much. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting grey hair here. I'm getting greyer and greyer. It's actually, it's awful. Awful. Anyway. So we need to say thank you so much to all of those amazing teachers. Yes, we do. We need to say thank you so much to these incredible teachers that have worked so hard. Well, the parents that have worked really, really hard, but the teachers have put in so much effort. These guys have learned technology to another level. Yes, right? absolutely. Absolutely. And so we need to say massive thank you. Have you got any teachers you want to say thank you to? Oh, I want to say thank you to Miss White and Mrs. Mrs. De Stefano because they are the people who, you know what, every day I hear them on our Zoom meetings, you know, I, I listen in the background when I'm making them breakfast and, and you know, they're just they're over and above the call of duty, what they've been doing and how they've maintained their energy and their excitement and, you know, like so many teachers that we've been speaking to because we're speakers in schools and universities, they're coming back and saying, gee, it's been really hard to keep the energy up, um, you know, from their perspective, let alone for the students. So, yeah, thank you so much to all those beautiful teachers. We've got, we're, we've got one to go, one term to go, and hopefully Dan the man will send us back to um, back to, to school the real so world we can, of that. We can drop world. them off. And Uh run as fast as we can away from the gate. Now, I've got a question for you, Sash. I would like to know the answer to this. How do you feel about being inside? Okay, how do you feel that Kanungatung North, Menangatang and Widgeproof Narraport now currently have greater freedom than you do and we are now currently placed in a ring of steel. I feel Ooh. like there should be an echo on that. Ring of steel, ew, ew, ew. How do you feel feel about that? Hang on a second. Is, um, Is it? Like I'm a little bit worried. What's the still like? Is that like when you go to some of those <laughs> freaky kind of clubs that they pull no. wax on you or anything no, like that? It's nothing called, like that. Okay, no, you right. drive up to a checkpoint and there's a whole lot of uh, Victoria's finest and a whole lot of um, Defence Force personnel standing Victoria's there saying, finest. "Sorry, you, you go. can't go to Kanungatung North and have a steak because bad luck for you. You have to stay in Melbourne. You can't go there. So I can't go to Birchip and have a vanilla slice. <laughs> you cannot. Birchip have got the best vanilla slices in they Victoria. Do. But who would know? Because we can't know? go there. You can't go there. But Hang on, how what happens with these towns? Like they must need us to get to them and they need to them and that and so that means they've got no five K restriction. Is that what's going on? Because I'm they're pretty much now. what it, they're living their lives, Sash. They're going if they'd like to go to a, a cafe and have a coffee, they can do that. They have do to they, mask up. They I have to up, do mask. yeah, I mean there's all the same you know, they're saying we'll have to do this mask and social distancing malarkey for a long time. I'm imagining malarkey. that at least they can I know, I got a bit Irish. Uh, they can actually at least they can go out. They can venture further than five kilometers without some sort of, you know, lightning strike of of you know electric current coming at us and bouncing us back off the five K limit. 
So I feel a bit jelly, actually. You feel a yeah. bit jelly for I really do. Like, well, I want to move now. I want to move. So hang on. What about like if I want to go to Geelong? Is there like someone stopping at Werribee? Like Stop. you get to Werribee, yeah. Stop. can't go any further. Werribee. Can't what, go past Werribee. Can't go as well. Is, it, is that what it is? What it's about a ring like of the, steel. It just means every major freeway and way out of Melbourne towards a country area where there's freedom is blocked off, blocked I off. Know. And I want to know at what point it changes, like, you know, after you've hit Hopper's Crossing, are you done? Like, or yeah, you, do you get to Lara? Oh. Like, what's the story? I mean, I actually almost want to take a draw, Sonia, just to see what, what, <laughs> what boundaries I can actually push, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to go, I'm just driving along and I just want to see, do I get past uh, Hopper's Crossing or Well, the, the problem with that here? is, the problem with that is that if you get to the You don't the, want to go to Hopper's Crossing? What is the problem? Like, no, with, no. <laughs> Everyone, oh, Hopper's Crossing is amazing. But if yeah, you get to Hopper. the boundary of uh, of the Ring of Steel, eel, 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 um, and you don't have the p- p- correct pay paperwork and a proper reason for you being there, then you cop a fine that is almost $5,000. So that's why you don't test the boundaries. So you're saying no to that one? I'm saying you won't have is enough that, money you, for a birch vanilla slice if you I'll try you that. What, that's what and, I'm saying. And that might actually lead us to, is that a Hong Kong no? So, yeah. Oh, oh, now we've got a, that's it. That, just, got that a is a story. Hong Kong that no. Is, that we've got a, a great Kong story. No. We yep. want, we've been promising for weeks now we'd introduce you to some of our language because Sasha and I have a special language together. We make up words. Everyone gets a nickname. Uh, we have funny things that we say to each other all the time. We have, there's a story associated with that. We've been trying to tell you for weeks, but we've been talking too much. So now the first one is a Hong Kong no. Explain when you or I say to each other, Sonia, Sasha, that is a Hong Kong no. What does that mean? Please? That means there is no way that you will ever move on that. And that actually goes back a few years ago. We went to Hong Kong and yes. we both had babies and we were in this bus. I think we'd like gone across the border to China or we'd done something. We had all we this had. luggage and we're holding babies and all Trams, this sort of stuff. strollers. Oh, yeah, we were all carrying this. Nappy and, bags. Yeah, it was all that. And, and it was raining. It was pouring rain. And the mm-hmm. bus driver that was bringing us back to our hotel actually said to us, we went up to him and said, listen, where were these mums? We've got all these bags and all of this stuff. We're carrying this baby. Will you think that you would pay, maybe take us another kilometre around the corner or something to our hotel? Mm. And he just went, no. <laughs> we went, no, 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 no. It's around the corner. Like it's not far. It's just much easier for please. you. And he just went, no. And I, said, I looked at you and you said, no, 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 please. But, and he just went, the answer is no. Yeah, he And did, he, he literally did, no. Dumped us out on the street with babies, bags, Mm. strollers, nappy bags to drive around the corner and did not care. And we were there like saturated with all of this stuff. Anyway, and the point of that is, is that when it, we just sat there going, there was no way. And you said, God, mate, I think you even said, just try and flirt with him or something. I said, I've tried everything. (laughs) And this guy is a no. So whenever we say it's a Hong Kong no, it's a hard no. It's a hard no. So basically, hard no. I can't go to Torquay. Not a possibility. Now, that's one, and every week we're going to introduce another one of our little things. So if we ever say Hong Kong no, you'll understand exactly what that's about. Now, yeah. we've got a new segment we want to talk new. to you about. It is a COVID brand section. new one. We're going to introduce every now and then. And it is all about something because we, in lockdown particularly, we've been doing a lot of watching of TV shows and Netflix and stuff. So we want to break something down this week for you that we've been watching. So this is our new segment called What Have You Been Watching? What Have You Been Watching? Oh, yeah. Right. And we've got a little intro. How do you love it? Now, I watched this show during the week. You and I have this stupid psychic thing that goes on between us that we don't know what's happening. You're watching the same thing at the same time as I am it most of exactly the time. It was exactly the same time. And we actually exactly. almost paused 
and you rang me and I said, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm watching this really cool show. You said, what is it? The Social Dilemma on Dilemma. Netflix. It's a doco. It's about an hour and a half. You, Everyone needs to watch this. I was yes. so into it. Mandatory. I absolutely loved it. Now, you and I came out of this because what we like to do is after we've watched something is have a bit of a discussion. Break Best it down. part is, is we have completely different opinions on this this particular show. Now, I know. tell us, you've gone into mental mode. <laughs> I think my base level is mental mode at the moment yeah, because I'm in lockdown. But um, I was, it's such an interesting, it's actually a very interesting format. It's not a documentary hardcore, it's a docudrama. So there's sort of a bit of drama interspersed oh. into this documentary, which makes it a bit more spicy. But it is a collection of the people who have uh, really grown and um, created social media. So we've got people who were in the starting days of Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and yeah, and uh, Google yeah. and all of these massive, huge companies who are creating the social networks that we're pretty much all addicted to. And the thing that I found so fascinating was the level at, of what they know about us and the analytics that come for, and from each user of those social platforms. And I'm talking down to how many, if we pause and if we're scrolling through Instagram, which and then we actually take a pause, they'll be able to know how long you've paused, what you're watching, who you're watching more of. I mean, these guys know absolutely everything. To the millisecond, to the millisecond oh. of how long you paused on one particular post, they know and they analyse that data and then they construct advertising campaigns based on your interests from how many milliseconds you stood and you know, you sat there and looked at something. That kind of freaked me out. Then... Okay. I know a bit about this because I talk about this in my seminars, but this was just another level. I didn't realise the analytics of this. And then also, you know, things that probably most people know, but they have access to our um, to our DMs, to our uh, private, you know, pictures, to our videos, to our comments, to our everything, our emails. They know every single word, every single word, click, space, everything that we put into our social media, they have, they know about their analysing. Now, does that freak you out a little bit? Didn't like it. Didn't oh, like I it. couldn't care. Go for your life. Check me out. Yeah. Oh, but, oh, I couldn't care. Look, I'm not going to live in my life. I'm not, I don't want to live my life in fear. You want to check out what I'm doing and who I'm watching and how many seconds I'm on that? Go for your life. Entertain yourself. Entertain. I'll show you what I'm clicking on for a couple of extra seconds and you might have a nice look yourself, right? Well, it's, it's, it, right. it can go from how, you, how to make a cookie to, you know, like all, exactly Dr. Right. Pimple Popper. could be anything. But it's just it's, I just found it so interesting that when the, the people who created these social medias were saying, we think that we went too far, we didn't realise the impact that it would have in a negative sense on so many people. I never thought that something like creating the like button would mean that that translated into people going, I need likes, I have to have likes. My likes, you know, my self-worth and self-esteem depend are, are dependent on my likes. And mm. they said that's something that we couldn't possibly fathom. So I'm just wondering after this, will these companies who are the worst-case scenario peoples, like, you know, people like the... the, the who knows what they're going to well, do? Do you know what was the most, you liked the, that part? Do you know what the, the part that actually triggered me was, you know, when you're actually typing to someone and they're responding and those little yes. dots come up? Yes. That was like, that was the purpose of that was because 
to keep you engaged in that because you can't yep. wait for their message to come back to you. And Absolutely. so I thought to, and then every now and then what they were saying was they every now and then throw that in, even if the person isn't necessarily always typing yes. and putting it in just to keep you on that social media. I just thought that was incredible on how much they keep you locked in there. It was yeah, absolutely. absolutely brilliant. I think it's a much watch for everybody, um, you know, and it teaches you so much. Not so much for us but also for our kids because I'm, oh, definitely my for kids aren't on any social media but just on the fact that they're starting, they're already getting addicted. Like yeah, you know, a notification goes off in our household mm-hmm. and <laughs> they're onto yep. it like anything. Yep, and that's one of the first things they said was their piece of advice was turn off your notifications, don't actually yep. let anybody know. And there's another search engine that is not the one that everybody uses all the time and it does not uh, track any of your searches and so it, it's, it is actually a, a search engine that is all about keeping your searches private and your privacy what is that? to yourself it's called quant kw sorry q w a n t and it's you- it's exact it's as most i've been using it all week it's as efficient as all the others but it just uh, keeps your privacy and doesn't track you to try and throw adverts in front Love of your it. face so i thought that all was right. really interesting now we've got something really special yes because we have got our beautiful and she is launching her fantastic song and we get Today. to actually play it right here, right now. I think it's the first time it's gone live to air. We are introducing Raria Breakout with her. I've been awake, mission sleep Thinking about you lately Thinking about you, baby Cause we were like water cement in my dreams Never gonna wash away, be None of these waves could break me I'm not 
Welcome back to Brimbank Live and Live FM. You've got the Sonia and Sasha for Real show and we've got such a special treat for you this week. Sasha, please tell us who is our amazing superstar guest. Have you been eating, Sonia, in the pandemic? I told you I've been eating for Australia and three other countries. I told you that. I'm very proficient. Uh, Well, let me tell you, if there's anyone that you want to follow when it comes to food, you need to follow like Australia's MasterChef and not just MasterChef, this chick is so funny. Can we please introduce (laughs) the incredible MasterChef, Joe Kendry! Okay, Hello. Oh, Hello. thank you Welcome. for being on here. We are obsessed with your food. Yes, we're obsessed. Oh, I'm, I'm obsessed with my food. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new ISO body. Oh, oh I I'll love put it. On an incredible amount of weight. Incredible. That's because I'm following you and cooking what you're cooking every single week. <laughs> like I'm making your pastas. I'm, oh, I'm, it's just, you know, full on. Tell us what has been going on in the whole MasterChef world. What are you doing? What are you cooking in the pandemic? Oh, in the pandemic, what aren't I cooking? So I am basically travelling the world through my fry pan. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get on the plane, so I'm getting on the pans and I'm just (laughs) like destinations that I want to go to and I'm finding the food from that destination that I'm going to cook and pretend that, you know, I'm on a beach in Bali having lumpia or something and, and so that's what I've been doing. You oh, feel the amazing. most incredible clips with your food. Are you doing all that out of your kitchen at home? Oh, my God. You should see me zooming into a meatball while it's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> riveting stuff. Because <laughs> you're putting a bit of Cardi B in the background and a bit of fitting. I do love a bit of Cardi B. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, Who doesn't, Joe? Who doesn't? But I see your stuff. Like, you. Don't, there's no simple snacks for you. It's like a four-course, you know, breakfast. If you have breakfast, there's like there's just four courses of tricky stuff. But it just, it's beautiful. It's actually not tricky. We can do this stuff that you're cooking, can't we? We can actually do it. 100% you can do this stuff. Yeah, it's it's mostly street food. Um, I've just used it up a bit, you know. Yes, oh, I love a good zhuzh. You did and a toasted f- sandwich that would blow your mind the other day. I loved it. I know, I know. Yeah, Do you know what we have? Um, we've got to tell everyone about Joe because you you're you're a superstar, and everyone should know that. So it was a couple of years ago now that you were on MasterChef, and you were such a beautiful, warm, nurturing character there that everyone started calling you Mama Joe, didn't they? They everyone you were like the mama figure in the house. I know, and everybody loved you. Yeah. Well, I don't know if everyone loved me. Well, well I mean, how could anyone not love you? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Does doesn't compute, Joe? So can you tell? Tell us. Tell us what was the MasterChef experience like? 
do you know what? It was so amazing. You can't really describe it to people, but you got to remember, it, we did lockdown before lockdown became popular. Yes, oh, did. Yes. Like we were, I was locked down for nearly three months with MasterChef and that's full on like level five lockdown. Like they take your phone off you, <gasps> call your family like once a week and it's 10 minutes on a phone that they give you. It's like a burner phone. Like it's wow. very Jason Bourne. Wow. So they listen into your calls. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, like I like you just had no privacy. There's no internet in that. We went without internet. You couldn't have any <gasps> contact with the outside world really except for those 10-minute phone calls because and then all we did was read cookbooks. So like you're obsessed just at this really high level about whatever you can get your hands on as far as information and it was just cookbooks. So and what's so, the what's the living conditions like? Well, we had six people in my bedroom and it was bunk beds. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. there's no words for that. That's not that's not nice. No, I don't no. want to be in a bunk that bed situation. <laughs> it sounds very prison-like. Like it sounds like no phone. You got to burn one phone call a week for ten minutes, and you can't talk to anybody. No internet. It's like a bit of a prison situation. No wonder your emotions are high when you're living right. in those kinds of conditions. Yeah, people go, "Oh, I can't understand why you got so emotional when you you know your cake flopped." It's because you that's got all I've got. got. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you've got. Like your dreams are all on that cake and that's it. <laughs> now, I've always wanted to know, when you get the box of food in front of you, do you yeah. have an opportunity? You've just got to pull recipes out of your head. Is this correct? There's no time for you to go and Google something or oh, want something. You no. can't. There's no, no. Re- you know, you've got to remember everything, which is why I have <gasps> so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I made up songs to go with my recipes, like, yes. or, you know, stories. So if one of my stories for a lemon yogurt cake, it was three eggs walk into a bar. It's the lemon yogurt bar, right? Oh. And that's how I remembered my recipe. Um, but if you don't that. have a great memory, you can't, you won't get very far, I don't think. Really? Well, it's, and there... it's so pressure. Like I saw the ad. Sorry, Sasha. I saw the ad for the for the kids MasterChef during the week. Yeah. Did you see that? And yep. it's like these these tiny little people, eight and nine, like our kids' age, Son, uh, Sasha. I just called you Sonia then. <laughs> um, our, our kids' That's age. That's how you know you're having an identity crisis when you don't <laughs> right, know Right, right. See, I've lost yeah. my mind too. Yeah. Uh, making things like, you know, like jus and, and, you know, essences of things and balls and spheres and it's like they're eight years old. My kid knows where the Oreos are. That's it. That's all. That's all it's got. And I can't even open the packet. I've got to open the door. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what's and what's it like to have? Are the cameras with following you around twenty four hours a day, or is it like only when you're in the kitchen? And then you never know when they're going to show up. Like they would say, you've got to be ready by six a.m. tomorrow. And we kind of got to know. Okay, so they're going to be here at four, like to try and wake us up. And they did. So we'd get up at three because we didn't want to be woken up in bed. But then there was one time that they actually did get me because I was so exhausted. And then I woke up and there was like a camera like in my face and I'm like, you just need to give me a minute because I'm just like yeah. not with the world right now. Like yeah. just give me a minute. My hair is yeah. like a witch. Like yeah, I don't understand that part of it, but, you know. <laughs> I'd like to brush my teeth like- first, please. Yeah. Let me like- put a bra on, you know. It seems like that everybody's really supportive and everybody wants everybody to win and everybody, you know, you're like this big happy family. But is that the case? Like surely if you're all living together, is you're not getting along at some point? 
Yeah, we did have tiffs, like you know, and and I was involved in some of them, and other people in some others. And you, it's like living with strangers. You got twenty four people that don't know each other that all want the same prize. Like it, yeah. it, it's like Survivor in the kitchen. Like it's like the Survivor show, but like you don't see that side of it. But you know, it's amazing at the same time. So it's all good. What do you eat so- for dinner when you're cooking for yourselves? We cooked per room. So the six of us would make dinner for the whole 25 of us. And then, um, you know, we could do whatever we wanted. We had the best pantry. Like, oh, my God, we had the best pantry. But, like, would you ever just cook, like, you know, a jaffle? Well, I wanted to do pizza night and that got vetoed because people wanted to do, you know, fancy stuff. And I'm like, listen, I just need food right now. I don't need to, like, you know, be all whiz-bang. Let's just make pizzas. Like, And and they said no. Yeah, yeah, that got vetoed. All right, now let's get down to the to the uh, you know the real questions that we all want to know. What are the judges like? What are they like? Did they are they supportive of you? Do they eat the food as you're cooking it? Because at the end, it all looks so perfect. They it do like eat, twenty people. Yeah, yeah, they do eat it cold. By the time that part of it comes oh, around, yeah, wow, I don't yeah. know how they do that. I couldn't do it. Like I'd judge everyone a one if that's the case. It's cold yeah. Food. Imagine a bit, a bit of um, cold lamb that's cold, like a bit of cold oh. lamb that you don't want. Well, that's not good. <laughs> and yeah. then getting excited about it. So that's, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, hell, but can they microwave it? Like I know that's completely <laughs> falling apart, but can you go just How buzz it for you? a couple of minutes? Yeah. Sorry. Wash sorry. your mouth out, woman. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I did, but I, I'd be like, I just put it. What about like the ice creams and stuff? Like surely they must then have to go into a freezer or. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have them. You've got to have it on a certain plate in a certain spot and if you don't have it there in time then it's not counted so like there's lots of rules and stuff um but it's all done to time every like the time that you see is the time that we get and no extra um and they taste it as like they come around and chat to you they taste the food so they got a fair idea of what's going to be on the plate and how it's going to taste when they do get it and um yeah I guess it's up to them to make a judgment did you actually get to connect with them and make friends with them yeah, sometimes, like not all the time. Sometimes when the camera's turned off, they're out and they're gone. But other times they would hang around. Like Nigella hung around all day chatting. Like she loves oh, a good chat. Wow. Oh, so you got to hang out with Nigella. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh. Like <laughs> name dropping? Yeah. And so um, what about Gordon Ramsay? What happened with him? Oh, what didn't? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look out, Sonia Sasha for real scoop. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Let's um, get him in a bit more trouble. <laughs> you know what? Like everyone was like so scared to have him on and I was just so excited because he was just been one of my food idols for so long yeah. and I wanted him to come and tell us all to F off and, you know, to go a bit crazy and he eventually did uh, do that. He threw fish at the wall, you know, he, he oh. threw some wardens in and I loved every second of it but there were some people that were like, not having it and they were really upset by, you know, being treated like that. But, you know, it's Gordon Ramsay. What do you expect? Like, seriously, calm calm your farm. Yeah. I want him to throw something at me. He did throw a fish and he said, because we gave him raw fish. (laughs) And then he goes, if I put it back in the ocean, it's going to swim away. (laughs) 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 What what, what do you say to that? And he threw it. So, what you know. We didn't do it on purpose. 
we didn't know he was going to say that. It's just happened, you know. Did you get a sense that that was that's just his real personality, or he he hams it up a little bit for the? Oh, I for think the he cameras. does ham it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like when he actually came around and talked to us all, like he was actually very nice. He had nothing but nice things to say to me, so that's why I was a bit cheeky with him, I suppose. Yeah. So tell us about that. What happened with that interaction? Because it's gold. Well, we were making a burger. It was a burger challenge and I got a couple of different buns and I just thought, you know, I'm not going to throw away my shot. There's my little Hamilton uh, plug. Um, <laughs> so you got one chance, right, to be smart ass with Gordon Ramsay and when he comes over I'm going to say something about buns, right? I don't know what. Yeah. I just, like, it just came out and he asked me about the buns. So I'm like, bugger it. I'm gonna, just going to say, do you want to see my buns? <laughs> and um, He's only human, so of course he did. Oh! <laughs> and how did he react to that? What did he say, Joe? I think he was a little bit shocked. Like he didn't yeah. expect someone to be sassy. Um, and I think they kind of liked that I was always a bit sassy, sometimes not so much, sometimes they liked it. So yeah, right. um, I suppose that's why it got put in, put in the show. But that's how I am. Like I'm very quick with stuff like that. So it worked oh, out. You've got the- Best sense of humour. You're listening to you. um, you're listening to the Sonia and Sasha for real show. Before we go to the break, there's one thing I want to ask you. We we interviewed Linton Tap a few years back, and he said there is a list of things that you must know how to cook and you sign off on before you go into the MasterChef experience. Is this correct? And how many is there? And did you know all of them? Because no, he said he didn't know any of them. <laughs> That wouldn't surprise me. I we didn't get a list. It's like four pages, five pages long. I didn't know all of them either. It's impossible to know all of them. Yeah. Um, but you got a good handle on the basics. You know, you got to learn five or six different pastries, cream sauces. Stop! It's crazy. Wow. That's my kids Amazing. in the background clapping their that's hands. It's a round of applause for Joe that's knowing the list. Can I just tell you, that's a round of applause saying the mum's school finished, you know, that's their, they've finished their hot, their school ah. assembly and I think it's finished. All right, now, Joe, you're staying with us until after the break. So I want everybody on, on here right now and everyone who's listening to listen to this new single who's ju- that we're just about to play now. This is a friend of mine, a beautiful, beautiful human being called Peter Carra. He's a young person. This song I've, every part of my being says that this is going to be a summer, whole summer vibe. I think that in my soul, he's going to be a global artist. His name is Peter Carra. His soul, the song is called Staying Away From You. And thank you so much for listening to Brimbank Live and Live FM. You're with the Sonia and Sasha for Real Show. Peter Carra, Staying Away From You. Losing touch. I've been feeling the distance, yeah Hurts so much, yeah To think this could be it Oh, no, baby, no I don't wanna wait no more I don't wanna wait no more, baby I don't wanna wait no more, no
Thank you so much for listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM. You're with the Sonia and Sasha for Real Show. It's Friday. It's school holidays. We're feeling amazing. We are on live right now with Joe Kendra, who was in season 10 of MasterChef and who has her own very special line of juji ingredients that you can make amazing food with, some spices, Mama Joe's. Tell us about, you're, you're an entrepreneur, lady. You are out there doing all, making moves and taking names. So I'm tell hustling. us. Yeah, you're a, you're a hustler. You're a mama hustler. So tell us about the line. What do you, what, do, what can we get? Where are they from? What do, what's in that? Because I know that Sasha's yeah. son will not eat another butter chicken unless it's Mama Joe's. Hey, we are addicted him. to your spices in our household. <laughs> I love him. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's just a little baby spice range. You know, it's a hobby business, but it's stuff so that people can just put the spice in and then make dinner without having to go and buy, you know, 20 different spice mixes from the supermarket. And so that's what I wanted to do, very much inspired by spending a lot of time eating in America when I lived there. Um, Hang on, you lived in America, in New York as well? I did. So I lived in New York and then in New Jersey. Yeah. So you're in love with the place just as much as we are. I'm obsessed. Like Like it's my one regret in life is that I had to leave the country without a ticket home, like what, what I call home. So um, yeah, I would, like, I'm in the green card lottery still to this day. I keep putting my entry in every year. And, um, you know, if that doesn't work, then I'm going to, like, start pen palling death row people because <laughs> you know, no, no matter, no way, no how, I'm coming back. Yeah, that I love that. You could be the death row chef. We had a conversation about <laughs> trying to get into America, and you just said, You said, I need to hook up with someone on death row, and that's <laughs> going to be my ticket in there. How I just want to know if you were hooked up with someone in death row, what is the meal that you would cook them? What is the last meal? Do you know what? I've researched this because I've read books on <laughs> death row meals. And a lot of them order fried chicken and Dr. Pepper. You know, I can give or take really? Dr. Pepper, whatever. Yeah, a good no. fried chicken, though, you know, it's very hard to beat. But I would order barbecue, 100%. 100% barbecue chicken? No, 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 like barbecue, like Texas brisket or a rack of ribs, you know, and some hush puppies, like good old southern barbecue food. Uh, That's not what I would so expect so for an um, Nah, nah, yeah. I can't do it. I, I want a chicken parma. 
Tell us more about the working in New York because you know that's our second home as well and we're missing New York and we have a segment pretty much every week called New York Minute where we're bringing all our beautiful people that we've, you know, amassed into into all of that stuff that we've brought them out here. Hang on. The, what I want to know is you're also doing something online, like a cooking stuff online. What Tell us about that. Yeah, so I met, oh, my gosh. So I met this girl just by random chance and uh, we, like, had this instant connection over food and it turns out she had spent, like, a couple of years living in New York and she came back and started, like, a startup business which is called Drool Australia and Love she's it. doing like online uh, stuff because COVID happened and it's to connect people and food. And so we kind of connected through that and now I'm doing online cooking classes with her and I just like love how connections work like that like we we connected so much over New York and then it turned to food and now we're working together doing online cooking classes. She's like a mama boss startup lady and she's like kicking ass and like I'm happy to be a part of her little drool family not right now. Now you have been so kind and you are giving away now it started with two but because we had some really amazing entries and we're now giving away three of your cooking classes. Thank you so much and when is the cooking class? When is it? I'm doing a few so the first the next one is Sunday I'm doing Korean dumplings mandu and then I'm doing a few dumplings I'm sensing a theme here like it seems to be a lot of um that and then yeah there's a there's a bunch of stuff online so I'm I'm busy well we've got three people that we're going to give it away to so we've got these are all their instas account we've got Sarah Aesthetic we've got Angela who's been following us and then we've got we're actually going to give this away to someone in London and that's Nishma in London Yay. So you're going to get a whole mix match of people that are on uh, national, on baby. Absolutely. Yeah. So international. What's your favourite place in New York? What's your favourite thing to eat in New York? Oh, oh my God. Come on, man. How how big's a piece of string? Yeah, I know, right? Um, my favourite thing that I used to go to, like, all the time was soup dumplings and yeah. it's Joe's Shanghai in 56th Street. Like, it's yep. if you walk past it, you would keep walking. You wouldn't go in, but it's amazing. Yes, and then I course. used to get hot cookies delivered from Insomnia Cookies. You can get them at 24 hours a day delivered to your room, warm, just out of the oven. And oh so, like, gosh. I was like, obsessed We with need to food. find that place. Oh, my but God. You totally do. Now you're talking um, dirty, right? And then if you go <laughs> cookies, that's, like it, that's good. Marie's Crisis, which is like in Chelsea area, West Village, mm-hmm. it's like a dive bar where they have a piano and people, when they finish work on Broadway, go and sing around the piano. Oh, oh no way. The best. Like it's the best place to go. And you never know who's going to walk in. And sometimes it's just people that can't sing, but everyone's happy and you sing show tunes. It's amazing. Have you it's sung everybody's there? drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Have you sung there? Have you sung there, Joe? I do. Like I, well, I'm, I'm a terrible singer, but when you've had a few, you know, um, beverages. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly I'm belting out Man of La Mancha. And people are like, <laughs> who are you? What are you doing? I'm like, yes, this is my people. I love Broadway and I miss uh, it so much. Uh, wow. Do you know what I want to ask you, Joe? I, yeah. Because we're talking a lot about mental health in this show and, you know, people, well, you know, and staying connected, when you get kicked off the show, how do you deal with something like that? I was a mess, honestly. Like, I was <laughs> You're supposed to give us a positive thing. <laughs> no, because, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of like tell us about that moment when you got kicked off the show. 
I, I burst into tears. I was devastated. Yeah. I went home and looked at the wall for three days before I talked to anyone. Um, and Did it was you actually very... get kicked off and get in the taxi and go yeah, home? pretty much. Well, they interview you and then with me they're like, you're too upset, you'll have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> oh, oh, and so God. they sent me home, dropped me off and then said, we'll come and get you tomorrow because you've got to finish like all your interviews and stuff. And then um, like I didn't really know what to do because you can't tell anyone where you've been or because they're still filming and so it's really hard you've you've just got to push through it like and family and friends uh, that knew where I was that I was able to tell was a very small circle and so you know that that was really hard for me I'm not gonna lie it was a struggle but you know I've cooked and I ate a lot (laughs) so that's my theme that's what cook gets, and eat, that, cook and eat. That, Suppress yeah. it all and eat and, and all Probably that not stuff. the best advice. Oh. <laughs> ah, it's hey. our kind of advice. Sonia and Sasha, for real, live. bring back live FM. We're telling you just cook and eat. That'll <laughs> make you feel better for everything. <laughs> that solves all your problems. I guess thank you so much for being with us today, Joe. We love having you on our show. Thanks, and Sarah. thank you so much for being so generous and giving those three people the experience of a lifetime to- from one of the best in the business and you know you've cheered us up we're so happy you came onto the show whether you have pants on or you don't but that doesn't matter and um come back and see us pants are you wearing pants or not no no No, good girl that's the way it goes that's the way to do it (laughs) after the break we've got uh, a great um young man who's going to tell us all about how we can get through this tough time that we're in right now the ring of steel um (laughs) and still have some good mental health but joe kendray you're a superstar we love you thank you so much you've been listening to the sonia sasha show on brimbank live and live fm With big dreams, so I guess he does care about that bleached hair with his dark, dark brown facial hair. Dressing up as us, he could possibly be. After listening to Joe Rogan, that's when he comes looking for bleach hair. He's making that same that he don't Please hear He that boy whining Life's not fair It's a borderline crisis If he's here Seems to be able to write sad songs Well, he's been with that same girl for too long Going through a divorce, where the hell does he belong? Yeah, well, post that photo up Trying to show her that he's strong Please, boy, when you gonna learn
You're listening to Brimbank Live on Live FM. Across Australia and around the world on Brimbank Live, Live FM, Sonia and Sasha, for real. You are, thank you so much for staying with us on Brimbank Live on Live FM. You're with the Sonia and Sasha for Real Show. It's Friday. It's the school holidays. We're excited. We're happy. We're in the ring of steel. Thanks to Dan the man. I'm not sure how long that'll last. <laughs> what do you think, Sasha? We need to get out. We need to get out of this ring of steel. I need to jump out. Like I'm going to get to this ring of steel and I'm going to jump so high. Like, you know, white men can't jump. I'm a white chick and I can jump. I'm going to get out of this as quick as possible. I can't wait. Hey, I actually went to the park this week. Oh. I felt like when I was at the park, I felt like I was in a club. Yes. I put my headphones on. I started dancing around. Yeah. I had, you know, had a bit of usher going and I was there by myself. I was checking out a couple of other parents. They looked like they were just as happy as me. We were out. We were <laughs> like just the fact that we even went to the park, that was incredible yeah, for us. I know. Our mental health has really, mm. really taken its toll. Like we just it had has. 20 weeks, 20 weeks of us homeschooling. Mm. This is yep. killing us. And not just killing us, it's it's seriously, I know my children are going to have to lock in and get some therapy just on the fact that really? I've been yelling at them for 20 years. <laughs> totally. Right? You know, this is I Think of it this way. They're very proficient in mm. um, bad language. So we have uh, introduced, they are bilingual yes. is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm putting that in my resume. Yeah. So because we are talking about that, we thought we might get a little bit serious. Mm-hmm. This is our new segment. Oh, Sonia and Sasha, get serious. It's time to get for real. All right, so we've actually, yes. we've actually got a guest now. Expert, an expert. I know. This is Brimbank, Brimbank Live on Live FM and we've actually got somebody from Brimbank Council and we have one of their their support counsellors and support workers and that is Julian Shuckman. Hello. Hey, welcome. Julian. Welcome. Sasha. Love the last me. name, Shuckman. I'm sure you've used that in a couple of bars every now and then. I'm uh, Shuckman. No, but... Um... <laughs> I'm glad we're getting serious here. I, I, don't, I don't tend to drop my surname uh, on, on first introductions. But, oh, uh, right. Maybe, oh. I should, maybe I should start, Sasha. Well, yeah, yeah I, I definitely. One. Hey, how you doing? I'm Shockman. Yeah. You know, I think it's an it's, opening yeah, line. It's a very so hang on a second. Now. now, you're actually one of the councillors and support workers for Brimbank Council, is that right? Tell yes, us a little Brimbank bit about City that. Council. Yes, that's right. So Brimbank Youth Services. So we work with young people at 12 to 25 years old. And, um, you know, really what we want to, you know, what I'm here to talk about and and it's really, it's fantastic that you're doing this today, both of you talking about um, mental health and supporting young people and in the Brimbank area and um, that's what we're all about. So we want to kind of like just encourage young people to seek help, seek support if they're feeling low, if they're having some trouble at home, if, you know, if, they're just not feeling themselves to kind of reach out. There's so many support services out there. Brimbank Youth Services is one of those. Um, and, yeah, that's, you know, we just want to encourage young people right now um, to, to reach out. So you're part of the wellbeing team and mm-hmm. so you're talking about counselling and support. What's the difference between being, what's the difference between counselling and support? Because I need a bit of support and I need a bit of counselling, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm not really quite sure. I'm not really yeah. feeling myself at all. So tell us, what's the difference between counselling and support? Yeah, no, it's a great question, Sasha. Look, we, so support's a kind of, look, it is a broad term and like support's kind of like if a young person was to call up 
um, that that's kind of where we start. We start with support, and and that might be like going, oh, so what's going on, mate? You know, what services we could? What are you? You know, what what what's going on at the moment? And then we might direct them to services. So it might be like all they need from us is to is to have a chat, and then we find like the correct help them find the correct service within the Brimbank area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might also be that. They've got a you know a bit a bit of an issue, but they're not sure exactly how to talk about it, mm-hmm. or they're just feeling some stuff, and then they're not sure, um, you know, what kind of support they need. So we might start with just asking a few questions, and that's what support's really about. It's just kind of like those initial questions, just to get a conversation going, and then one way of thinking of counselling is is kind of like a bigger conversation a longer mm-hmm. conversation, a more in-depth conversation, like a like a, a deep and meaningful. It might go for like a, you know, several sessions, for example. And the kind of thing that Brimbank New Services do, Sasha and Sonia, is we kind of, we can work often up to about 10 sessions with young people. So it's kind of short-term-ish, but, you know, if young people need a bit more, then sometimes it can be a bit flexible. But most of the time it's, it's you know, just it's it's, um, you know, working with them to find them the right package of support um, within the Brimbank area. So what kind of issues are young people approaching you with at the moment, especially given this craziness that we're experiencing with COVID, Jules? Yeah, look, Sonia, it's, it's actually, it's not that, it's not necessarily that things have, I mean, things in many ways, and you, you've talked about it this morning, things have changed, you know, mm. like, you know, we talked about that ring of steel and, um, there, there is a sense that things have changed um, and young people are experiencing more of um, what they had previously experienced. So it's not, it's, it's, I suppose that for a lot of them, um, for some of them it is like it is a real step change, you know, like it might be stuff that they've never experienced before. So it might be that, you know, they are experiencing, you know, a serious a mental health kind of condition and that may have uh, come about during um, this COVID time, but yeah. um, for 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 some of them, it is um, it's that increase in, in pressure that you've been talking about this morning, which means that um, things like you know that family conflict, they might be having a little bit more of that. Um, mm. You know, arguing with mum and dad. It's you know like homeschooling. I mean, I, I know you two, you know, doing a bit of that as well, and it's hard for young people, so it's difficult for them. So um, that that's. So, you know, it's it's managing things um, that maybe they have managed in the past, but now it's just getting a, a bit more on top of them. So it might be family conflict. Um, it might be that, you know, they're feeling a little bit more low than they're used to. Um, it, it might be that, um, you know, um, like a whole range of things that they've previously experienced, but but now it's just um, it's just a bit more. It's a bit more of a struggle. Mm. So what do you actually physically do? Like are you the person that somebody might, you know, get to speak to? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a a few of us in the team. Um, I'm one of the counsellors and one of the support workers. Um, So um, I kind of do a bit of both Um, and and it really does depend, um, Sasha, on what the young person needs. So it might be... So, uh, so for some of them, you know, we are pretty, we're pretty chill. We're pretty cool with like, if it's just sometimes it might just be like, you know, um, just having a bit more of a chat, um, 
and and some some sessions it's it, it is more just like you know how you're doing today mate you know and, mm. and, and that's all a young person might need that day so tell us okay so what mm. age group do you have to be in to access these services for young people Yes, yeah, so look, Sasha, it's a, it's a free service um, available to young people in Brimbank and it's 12 to 25. So, you know, um, and there's a there's kind of a range of um, things that are available. So if any young person does um, want to make contact, um, then, uh, you know, between the ages of 12 and 25, if they live, work, play in Brimbank, Hang it's on, available. play. Does that mean you can't visit someone in the bubble so I can cop a bit of counselling as well? Is that what it is? Well, I just yeah, came to play the, in the park in Brimbank. Can I get some therapy? Is that how it works? You know what? It, hey, it, Brimbank's it, got it, a it couple all, of good parks. Sasha, and this is the thing, it, it almost does. So that's that's the thing. We want to we wanna have a pretty open kind of service to young people. And, you know, the 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 worst thing can happen is we is we say, um, you know, oh, maybe here's a, here's a service that's more appropriate for you. So it's, yeah. it's kind of like worth kind of like giving us a call. If, you, if you're feeling a bit of a change, you're not feeling yourself, that kind of thing, you know, that's, that's what we're here for. Now, how, is long there, take to, sorry, how long does it take to before we, you can actually get an appointment with you? Like is it take a long time? Because sometimes with this stuff you have to wait a few weeks and it, you really need somebody right now. What's the timeline, time frame? So, look, we... It, it can vary, and that's not being, me being tricky. Like it, it is just being honest. It, it can vary, but a lot of the time it's it's a matter of weeks rather than than months. And and you know you, we've we've talked about COVID a bit today, and and it has put a lot of pressure on the system. It's mm, so of a lot of people are feeling pressure. Young people, parents, um, and young people, and the system's feeling that a bit too. So that yeah. means that there's times when it may be. Um, a little bit longer for us to kind of we will try to respond quite quickly like within a week you know we'll try mm-hmm. to respond to a young person um, and, and sometimes even a bit quicker than that um, and, and quite often you know you pick up the phone and you and you call and you know within within a very short period of time matter of days you're going to get a call back but Great. then in terms of being able to say get you know a bit of a, a package of support and a, a proper conversation about what, what a young person might need that may take uh, like a little bit longer, but usually weeks. Not we're not talking about months. Good, that's amazing. This there's, there's some really incredible actually... services out there. And is there a cost um, associated with these services, Julian? No, it's it is a free wow. service. That's um, fantastic. And generally, um, what we recommend as well, and we know that there's a lot of financial kind of struggle as well for a lot of young people and. Uh, in the community so you know we, we are offering a free service and, and a lot of services even we might refer on to um, and talk to young people about that they can access are also free so we kind of try to keep all that kind of stuff in mind. So how do people find you? Yeah no thank you for that so look there's a few ways um, so one of the best ways is just to call us so then we can just have start that conversation and that's 9249 um, 4110, 92494110. And that's that's the best way to make contact with us um, and get someone to talk to you very quickly. Um, and the other way is, um, you know, you, you might use your search engine and, and look up Brimbank Youth or Brimbank Youth Services. Um, you can 
also follow us and, and keep up with information. We've got Brimbank Youth on Facebook and you can follow us on there. So, look, there's a few ways to um, to find us and to, to find more information about the services available for young people in Brimbank. So you're saying is most of the time you and I are 23 and a half, we actually qualify for this and so we I do, might actually give you a call after and tell you a couple of my problems there, Julie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've actually, I've actually celebrated my 23 and a half birthday for the last 10 years. So that's been going well. Um, so I think, uh, you know, like I think it's all it, the responsibility of what's going on with our young people and them being able to be okay with accessing support services can really fall on all of us because we can just start conversations. Um, one of the things I I know that Sasha and I have been doing every week while this COVID thing's been happening is reaching out to young people that are following us or that we're, you know, in contact with via social media and just checking in. How are you going? What's going on? And we had our Are You OK Day last week that we celebrated. But I think it's on all of us to just check in with each other, stay connected, stay, that you know, stay communicating because that tiny little conversation that, you know, how are you doing? What's going on? Can actually lead to, well, actually I'm struggling a little bit. And then we've got these amazing services that are free in our community that can really make such a massive difference in a young person's life. And I think it's going to be a very different ball game when we start opening up again. There'll be a, a different set of issues with young people because they have been, we've all been imprisoned and held back and I think we're all going to let loose a little bit after this. So there might be a whole lot of different stuff that we'll be talking about after the yeah. lockdown's finished, Jules. What and do you if, think? Well, if your council doesn't actually create service, I'll just come over and uh, use Brimbrake play in their park and, park and then um, give Julian a Cool. That's all I could say because I think that as long and as long as you fit into that um, age group, I think that this is a great service, and I'm really, really glad that councils around Australia and especially Brimbank mm. Council are able to offer these services and know that the, how important they are and the fact that they're for free, like that is just huge, and they can, you know, that you can actually access so many of these services. That is absolute gold, and thank you so much for doing that. Can you give us that website and number one more time, Julian? Yeah, so um, that number again is nine two four nine four one one zero, and Brimbank Youth. So if you look up brimbankyouth.com, uh, you'll find uh, all the Brimbank Youth services, um, and if you follow Brimbank Youth on Facebook. That's where you can find us. Oh, thank you so much, Julian. Sonia, Be Heard Youth Support Program, yeah, through, mm-hmm. that's right, Julian, the Be Heard that's, Youth Support that's Program. That's right. And, and and just to, you know, in, in, so it's the Be Heard, that's a young person can make a referral through there themselves if they wanted to. Um, but certainly just give that number a call, speak to a worker, see, see you know, if, if you feel like it's the right fit for you and just, um, like both of you have been saying, it's a challenging time and just seeking support whenever you can. Um, you know, we all need it sometimes. Um, every single one of us is, um, it's, 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 it's out there. There's a lot of challenges. So, so please just give us a call if you feel like you need it. Beautiful. Thank you, Julian. Thank you for so, being such an amazing person in our community and helping so many young people through this really tough time and being a guest on the Sonia and Sasha For Real show. I think that everybody's given us a little bit of advice, Sonia, and if uh, if we can't speak to Julian, I'll just say we follow Joe Kendra and uh, cook her food and eat. That's exactly what we're, I think. <laughs> you know, like if all else fails, go that back to good. food. You know, go back to food. 
So, thank you so much, Joe Kendra, for coming on the show. It yes. just such a laugh and having her and talking about food and finding out the secret behind the scenes of what's actually going on on MasterChef. That is just absolutely gold. Sonia, I can't wait to see you again next week. It's school holidays. No. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, after a whole here? lot of absolutely whatever I like, except not going out after five, you know, nine o'clock and past the ring of steel and oh. <laughs> whatever. But a whole oh. lot of no schooling. That's what I want to hear That's about. No. You know what, what I, you know what I say to spelling words? See you later. See you later. Dictionary words, see you later. Fractions, see you later. Sonia <laughs> and Sasha, Brimbank Live, Live FM. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have the best week. We'll see, see you, you next, next week. week. We've got a special guest from New York who is the Empowerment King running some special seminars you can get involved with and uh, we'll be back for more of our fun style of for realness. So have a great week, everyone. We love you. Brimbank Live on Live FM, Sonia and Sasha for real. Sonia and Sasha, for real.